Welcome to the Leading Visionaries Podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established leading visionaries. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate and spotlight the leading visionaries who are thinking differently, seeing new possibilities, have the courage to dream big, take inspired action, and create conscious change all around the world. Now, here's your host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Leading Visionaries podcast, where we celebrate the ingenious, insightful, innovative, and inspired leading visionaries of our time and provide our listeners with world-class examples of the kind of courage, clarity, and confidence it takes to bring visions into reality. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today we welcome our special guest, Charles Chadwick. Charles Chadwick Jr. is unique. He cut his college expenses by 40%, paid for two degrees, and now is debt-free. But guess what? He is more successful with a set of skills he learned for free in the trade industry. Charles knows and can show why learning a trade is the way to go. He has two powerful and relevant books that provide deep college trade industry and job skill set outlook. One of them is called Chadwick's College Checklist, and the other is Chadwick's Cultivated Circumstances. Don't just settle with earning your college degree. Also examine the trade industry. Welcome, Charles. I'm so excited to have you here. Thanks for having me, and I'm excited as well. Well, Charles, I want to ask you, do you consider yourself visionary? You're somebody who's really gone in a different way than most people. So I'd love to hear you talk a little bit about, was it vision that sent you in that direction or was it accidental? Oh, yeah. It was a totally unconscious journey. But, you know, during these last couple of years, we've heard so much about student loans that it made me examine my own life. And as I put the pieces together, because a lot of times in life, you're just slowly growing and learning. But once I kind of put everything together, I had a little aha moment. I said, wow, I'm pretty successful because of the trade industry and maybe not so much my degree. It served a purpose in helping me grow and learn. But now that I see what it's done for me and after hearing so many students and parents struggling, I just want to share my experience that maybe I have to say, yes, a visionary to just let people know there's more options than just college. Mm-hmm. So it's really recently that you got called, really, is what I'm hearing. So could you talk a little bit about that experience of feeling the call? Like, did you have like a wake up one day and you just had this insight? Oh, I need to do something about this. Did you feel like something in your heart? Can you tell us a little bit more about like what was the experience for you of getting this inspiration? It was just seeing what was being portrayed on the news. You know, I am from the South, not to say anything bad about the South, but, you know, there's always two sides to a story or two sides to a coin. You hear about people struggling. But when I looked at my life, I was like, I really didn't struggle because I had a skill set so early, you know, learning a trade first and then going to college. It put me in a great position financially. So I only felt called after these last couple of years, and I don't want to say the C word, but honestly, during the pandemic, it was dark for some people. But for me, I said, this is a great opportunity 
And I felt motivated to tell my side of the story that college degrees, trades, business, entrepreneurship, this is the time that you, you want to hear from somebody who didn't necessarily, I won't say struggle, but somebody who's overcame something and you can help other people do the same. Beautiful. All right. Well, let's talk about now that you have said yes to this calling, right? Now that you've said yes to this calling, what have been some of the things that you've done? Yeah, obviously you've written two books, but what else have you done to really keep saying yes, keep saying yes, keep saying yes to becoming, you know, more of a thought leader at this point than necessarily somebody in the trades, right? Yeah, exactly. I tell you what, the power of technology, I had a guy reach out to me on LinkedIn. He said, listen, he's teaching at-risk youth in Los Angeles, California. He said, they're not going to college. He said, don't look at it away, but I would love to see a minority such as you, you know, I'm African-American. Tell them about your experience working in the trades. You know, I didn't get paid for it, but I'm happy I did it when I saw the results of the kids that I mentored through a Zoom call. So not only that, I work with a good group from my hometown of North Carolina. It's called MENAC, and that's M-E-N-A-C, Mentor Every Neighborhood and Community. And I got to speak to, it's called the Learning Center. And when kids get kicked out the public school, they go there. And I was able to share my college and trade experience for them. So I'm getting calls now from parents. People say, I want you to speak to my child, which option to go. And me, I'm not pro-college and I'm not pro-trade, but I love sharing my experience. So I enjoy it now. It's just it's just my heart. I'm not looking to make money, but I enjoy if the information I can give could save somebody some time in their life. Because, you know, time to me is a currency. So I'm out there. I'm pushing my stuff. I'm mentoring. I give prizes away to try to get people motivated to read, and I'm just available. If anybody needs me, I'm available. Even through this podcast, it's really just helping me. Mm, beautiful. All right. So, Charles, let's talk a little bit about the difference. You know, you've had the experience with both. Talk about your learning a trade, and why don't we list for our listeners, because there's going to be listeners at all levels of life and all around the world, why don't we list for our listeners the different kinds of trades to the best of your ability, and then let's talk about you know how you got involved in the trades to begin with. Oh, yeah. So a list of trades, we know the common ones, which are plumbing, and plumbing is simple, you're dealing with water in two ways, waste and then drinkable water. So if you're a homeowner, a commercial building, you know, the water fountain, that's drinkable. But when we flush our toilet, you know, that's the waste part. Those are the two things about plumbing. You're either fixing, repairing or installation, something new dealing with water. And we all know all living organisms need water. So that's a great one. You have electrical, electrician, you're wiring something up, giving it a power source. And then you have the HVAC, dealing with air conditioning, heating. You also have a different type of trade, could be a roofer, fixing a roof, sheetrock, drywaller. Things, in my opinion, trade is just you're fixing or repairing or you're installing something new for a sustainability of life, whether it's a structure, a building, Anything that you want to build is kind of like construction, you know, even mm -hmm. with our mind, we're using our mind to construct and design the life you want to live. But how I got started, I was just blessed. I was born into 
a family business. My dad started a business. He's 70 years old today and he's still working. I don't think he'll ever retire, but it's so high in demand, but I was born into it. And at a very young age, I got exposed to learning plumbing with my dad. He didn't force us to go. He wanted us to learn on our own. So what I found out when I was younger, I didn't really like it because most kids want to play. But as I got older, by the time in high school, when I saw how quick it was to make money and fixing things, I learned the more I go, the more funner it became. Because once you know how to fix something, you could be there 10 minutes and fix something and make some decent amount of money. So it was my dad who who taught me plumbing and most sons follow their father. So if my dad was an NBA player, I think I would have been more focused on basketball. But that's what he showed me. And that's what I learned. It was my father who taught me plumbing. Beautiful. So you were a plumber before you went to college and you actually were generating and creating money for yourself. Yeah. Right. So that was a big plus. Obviously, it's a big plus. Right. Talk about what the choices were at the time that you decided to go and get degrees. Okay. What had happened was I took for all your listeners, I know we kind of rushed people off to college, but I was a D student. I could care less about reading book, doing so I took a whole year off at the high school and just worked with my dad in the plumbing business. But it was just one day that I was just driving a plumbing van. And going to Lowe's to pick up some material, I said, if this is going to, and I kind of, maybe I am a visionary for sure. I looked down the road. I said, if all my life is going to be fixing stuff, it'll be such a boring life. I like things new. So that thought of when all those high school teachers say, go to college, you're never going to be happy. You're going to miss out on opportunities. That voice of that teacher came into the back of my mind unconsciously. And I said, man, am I really settling for my life, even though I was making decent money? So I said, you know what? I want to test the waters. This business will always be here for me, but I want to grow as a person. I also grew up in a country town in North Carolina. I wanted to see something else. So I ended up going. There's a visionary right there. You wanted to see something else, Charles. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I I end up thinking about it. And I had a good cousin, rest in peace. He, He had a stroke and died. His name was Dino. He pulled me to the side and said, listen, Charles. This plumbing business is always going to be here for you. You're a country guy like I was. I left to go to New York. He worked with CBS News. He said, go travel, experience the life. This stuff will always be here for you. He said, but I would hate for you to sit here in this country town and you never travel. And that kind of set in my heart, you know. So then I said, you know what? I'm going to college. So after a year of just I was making good money. Uh, so many people were patting me on the back. Yeah, you're making money. You're, you're going to be so rich. Take over your dad business. But on the inside, I felt like something was missing because I had not had a chance to experience life. So after a year of just working and kind of remembering what they said in high school, go to college, go to college, you're not going to be happy. That's when I went to go to college. But for your listeners, I did take a whole year off and just work because I knew I didn't want to have anything else to do with learning in that type of environment. Mm. And so when you ended up going to college, you know, two degrees, not one, but two. So what happened there that you ended up deciding to get two degrees? And then let's talk a little bit. Actually, we're probably going to, after that, we're probably going to go to the break. And when we come back, we'll talk about how you cut your college expenses by 40%. But for now, what was the vision that caused you to choose two degrees instead of just one? Okay. 
I started off at my community college first and got an associate's in electronic servicing. And for whatever reason, I don't know anybody else in my family. I was always taking, and I'll tell you, tell a little about my age. I always took VCRs apart, radios. I know now we have iPads and all, but I always had a niche for that. So I, I ended up getting an electronic servicing degree. We learned about motherboards, capacitor resistors. And after that, I was still hungry. And along the journey of life, I said, okay, I got this degree. I learned something new, but I still wasn't happy. So I saw myself and I said, what was the happiest time of my life? And I'm still young, 18, 19. I said, playing basketball was the funnest thing that I ever did in my life. So I got motivated to go to college just to play basketball. So I, I wrote a college. I sent them a high school highlight tape. And even and I've been out of high school maybe two years, and I still got the chance to try out for our college uh, basketball team. And that's the only reason I went to the University of Lees McRae College. If anybody heard of Appalachian State, they beat Michigan years ago. It's way up there in the mountains, Lees McRae. And I got to try out for the college basketball team, and I decided to enroll there anyway. I didn't make the cut, but that's one reason why I went to the university. I was still seeking, trying to find that pathway, what made me happy. I didn't get to make the team, but I did become their video manager. I recorded all the games, and then I earned a degree in communications. All right. Beautiful. Wow. What an interesting path you've had, Charles. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to let people know where they can get your books and find out more about you. Listeners, are you a leading visionary or in the role of leading other visionaries? Consider joining our community and sharing your feedback and takeaways with each episode. We invite you to join us and support this podcast by making a donation at www.leadingvisionariespodcast.com. Interested in finding out more about how you can receive support for getting your vision out of the air and onto the ground, especially when it comes to articulating your asks in a way that allows for all the financial support you require? You can apply to qualify for a complimentary consult with me or a member of my team by clicking the Connect with Angel button on the website. Be sure to share this show in your own spirals of influence with the people who you think might benefit from our content. I do want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We're welcoming thousands and thousands of downloads from all over the world. And I want to shout out this week to our listeners in Hawaii. That's where Charles is right now. We'll be right back with Charles Chadwick. The Leading Visionaries podcast is brought to you by the Creative Age Consulting Group. Are you the one who thinks differently, who is called to create a significant conscious change in the world, who is seeing and dreaming of a better way for your industry, your community, humanity? Creative Age Consulting Group is hired to guide leading visionaries just like you who want to break through the static in order to clearly express and confidently enroll support for their vision in a way that makes it inevitable that it will come to pass. Your word is your wand, and as the leader, your ability to articulate and communicate your vision is essential to its materialization and monetization. Please enjoy with our compliments a free copy of the book, Be Heard by Millions and Live Your Destiny, which was a number one new release in three categories to get you started. The book is yours by visiting gift.leadingvisionariespodcast.com.
And we are back with Charles Chadwick. You can find out more about Charles and access his books at chadwicksexperiences.com. Chadwicksexperiences.com. We will have that for you in the show notes so that you can get the correct spelling on that. But there's an S at the end of Chadwick and there's an S at the end of experience, just to make sure that you all heard that. All right, Charles. Well, before we went to the break, we were talking about how you got two degrees. Now let's talk about one of your books here, Chadwick's College Checklist, which is where you talk about how you cut your college expenses by 40%. That's a lot. Let's talk about that. What, like, where was the vision there? How'd you get that vision to, to cut your college expenses? Well, here's the thing. This was done all unconsciously, but over the years, I really just documented everything and, and want to let the future of America know you can get an affordable college, university. You just got to know how to cut your costs. And I learned this technique from my dad. Working in that business before I went to college, I learned we're plumbers. So if Lowe's have some material we need and it's cheaper than Home Depot, guess what? I'm going to Lowe's. If Home Depot have it, I'm going to Home, I'm going to Home Depot to get it. So I took that same mentality when I went to college. You know, when you get your scholarship, your awards, you see what you're going to have to pay. And all I did was took that itemized list and I figured out ways how I could get credits cheaper than at the university. So during the summer, most kids go home, you might party, you might relax. But I went back to my community college and took more electives, which were the same credit as the university, but they were cheaper. I did that for about two summers and I ended up graduating earlier than what I should. So I took the technique of cutting costs because we do it every day. People use coupons to go to grocery store. There's no coupon for college. When you buy a house, you try to find little trinkets that you can take off. You know, give me a $3,000 buyer's closing cost discount. Also, when we buy a car, I don't never pay full price for a car. I try to nick and dent the dealership to get something cheaper. So I took that same technique and just applied it to college because my philosophy, just because somebody sticks a sheet of paper in front of you with a number on it, doesn't mean you have to pay that full price. So that's mm -hmm. how I ended up doing that. I detail it in that book. I even show how it could have cost me 35000 but I reduced it down to about 18000 I give itemized list what it cost me and how I cut costs and how I stayed on college campus for free. Wow. Stayed on college campus for free. Well, listeners, you definitely want to get a hold of that book, especially if you have children who are getting ready to go to college or children who are in college or maybe children who are going to be going to college down the road, you definitely want to get a hold of Chadwick's College Checklist. So, Charles, let's talk a little bit about, you know, this other thing that has happened for you is that you have chosen now to, you've, you've gone to college, you've got your trade. What are you doing in your life now in addition to being an author? Like now you're a published author of not one, but two books. You got two degrees, you got two books. <laughs> like what's next in your vision, Charles? What's next in my vision, believe it or not, is actually a third book. And I plan to do it with artificial intelligence. You know, the, the, those chat bots, I played a, a little bit with how to write an essay paper. It was crazy, the little layout they gave me. 
But just to throw the title out there is I call myself the pastor of the student loan disaster. And I have a little costume, you know, and I'm joking about the student loans and trying to get people to see that you can cut college costs. And I don't want you to end up in a disaster. So therefore, I became a pastor to talk about those things. And I just see myself continuing to write blogs. And if I could ever continue to be a, a speaker somewhere, I, I would love to do that. But I'm so open-minded now with the technology and just being a visionary, I guess, that you're always going to keep foreseeing something where you can uh, fit in and try to help people. Mm, beautiful. So can we talk a little bit about this idea of helping people? Because, you know, obviously part of what your vision is calling you into is literally the pastorhood, right? <laughs> right? Which is service, like being of yeah. service to people. Is that something that comes from your childhood, your dad, your parents, or is that something that you picked up along the way where like you just made this decision to move from plumbing to communications to, you know, serving others with the stories that can help them to avoid mistakes? Yes, I, I'll tell you something. I never read books until I got to the university. Once I start reading books, even to this day, I cannot put a book down. So once I see and read the stories of other people helping people and success, I said, I can do the same thing too. So the helping part, I don't want to get into religion because I'm not a religious person or anything, but I was raised in that background. I was taught, you're not put here on earth just for yourself. Help somebody along the way. So that's always been in my mine and the things that I could help when I'm younger, when it comes to elderly people, I, my heart goes to somebody that's older than me because they've been here longer than I have. And whether I want to accept it or not, they paved the way for me. So I always volunteer to cut people grass or not even for the money, but just for that fact. But now, like what we were talking about earlier, I really see how I can help and maybe be a bridge to the next generation. And again, my message is College is not the only option. You don't have to go right after high school. There's people 80 years old that go back to college and graduate with a degree. The main thing I would like to do is share my experiences that nobody has all the answers. And on your journey while you're young, enjoy it, enjoy it, enjoy it, enjoy it. Don't get so overworked. And if I can tell my stories and it helps somebody else along the way, that's what it's about. Mm, beautiful. I love it. Well, you're kind of the guy that you're the kind of guy that as a visionary leader, like you're a leading visionary, you're a visionary leader, you are walking the talk and you're talking the walk now. So let's talk a little bit about your second book, Chadwick's Cultivated Circumstances. What's in there? Tell us a little bit more about what's going on with that book. Okay. The, the bottom line of that book is experience is priceless. It does not cost to get any type, in my opinion, work experience. Now, to get certified, to get a license, or you know, you might have to pay some money, do continuing education. But I wrote that book during the pandemic as well because it it really bothered me and resonated with me that a lot of people got let go. And it wasn't some people's choice. Is your job essential or non-essential? And it hit me. I said, the only reason I'm working is because I'm in construction. If I had a job in my degree, I'm pretty sure they would have made me work from home or they would have did away with the job. So that book there really, I, I go through all the jobs I 
worked in my life from being a pizza delivery guy all the way to a government contractor. And I talk about how every time I needed something to get more development skills, it didn't cost me anything to get the experience, but maybe it would have cost me if I wanted to get my license. For example, I worked with a car mechanic right out of high school for free. And I learned how to work on cars. And today, some of those skills are still with me. When I went to college, I made a little extra money by fixing other people's cars. You know, that experience was free. I just woke up every day, hung out with the mechanic. He showed me. But if I wanted to become a mechanic, then I might have had to pay some money to become certified. But the key thing about skill set and jobs, sometimes the experience is free and it's priceless. Mm, beautiful. Well, what I really love about you, Charles, is you you represent for me the ingenious, right? I When I opened the show, I said, you know, we celebrate the ingenious, the insightful, the innovative, and the inspired. And it you're just really ingenious with your your life path, your personal life path, but also in in how you are wanting to create a an experience for others so that they're not myopic, like only seeing, you know, through a small lens, you actually want people to see bigger and see and yeah. have more possibility, know that there are many ways. It, it's not just one way. And so uh, I really appreciate that about you, Charles. So we've only got a couple minutes left. So the last thing I want to say to you is I'd like to just hear from you if there's anything else that you would like our listeners to know before we have to close our time together. Sure. A lot of things, money can buy us. But a lot of the, what I'm finding out later on in my life, the things money can't buy is the, is the most precious thing. And I will encourage everybody to visit the most unexplored continent in the world. And that is our mind. Your mind can lead you on visions and break barriers that you could have never foreseen. And again, my little message is just simple. College isn't the only option. We It needs minorities, women. And it's okay to get your degree, but just please don't overlook the trade industry or your business or your heart desires, but use your mind and you can create and navigate and be the visionary of whatever you want to create while we're here on this planet Earth. Mm, Beautiful. You are so awesome. Charles, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm really grateful that you came. Listeners, we do love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's episode by joining our community, sharing your takeaways, asking questions, or submitting guest suggestions. You can weave your visionary thread into our fabric by opting in on our website at www.leadingvisionariespodcast.com or by interacting with us on social. Look for the handle Leading Visionaries Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your eyes, ears, and hearts open. And remember, you are here to create conscious change. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Leading Visionaries on Apple Podcasts and share with other people you know who can benefit from today's episode. Leading Visionaries is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leading visionaries who are called to create conscious change and know that now is the best time to welcome wealth and cultivate a web of collaborative support to bring their vision to life. 
We invite your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of new episodes at leadingvisionariespodcast.com. <laughs>